autumn in northern Illinois. There was a time when you had to go to a roadside stand to get a pumpkin, an orchard for your apples, a cider mill for your cider, a bar for your hard cider, a petting zoo for goats, a bakery for donuts, a haunted house for your scares, and some old European estate to get lost in a hedge maze. Well, not anymore. Thanks to value-added farming, Northern Illinois is absolutely lousy in the best way possible with one-stop ball entertainment. Welcome to Under Rocks. I'm Susan Stevens. Join Dan Libman, Spencer Tritt, Jared Ortega, and me as we celebrate the season with a visit to John Mac Orchard in Malta. It's a third-generation family farm that started with just apples. And today, co-owner Mike Speichel reveals the secrets of John Mac's big attraction. So get lost with us. So yeah, we're here for a corn maze. We want to know about the corn maze. We're, we're, we're very intrigued by it. Can you tell us, can you talk us through the process of making a corn maze? Like, how does it start? I'm guessing you have to plant corn. We do plant corn. So we have a 10-acre corn maze, one of the larger in the area. And we've been haunting our corn maze now for over 15 years. <laughs> so when we plant a corn maze, there's a couple things that are different compared to a regular field of corn that you would be driving by in DeKalb. If you drive by a normal field of corn, you see rows, and you can kind of look down those rows. That doesn't make an ideal condition for a maze. Right. So we actually plant our corn at half of the density of what a normal field would be, uh-huh. but we plant in both directions. So you'll run north-south down the field one time, and then you'll go east-west down the same field, and that way you get these intersecting corn lines where you can't you know, see as long as the field would be. Right, right. That makes sense. So, and, and is it, what kind of corn is it? It's regular field corn. So the same thing that all these other farmers are planting. Mm-hmm. We plant ours typically a little bit later in the season because we're wanting it to um, stay tall and stay pretty firm um, and strong until the end of October. So the customers aren't easily knocking it over. And it'll eventually be harvested and go we, into the... Yeah, we do harvest it. Um, it. It ends up being, you know, a pretty good yield considering that we've had a lot of people walk through there as well. Yeah. And you, and you say that you, you, you haunt the corn, so it does, you can't buy haunted seeds that you actually have to do something. It doesn't quite work that way. You That's know, one bad. nice thing about the corn maze is nature does do a lot of the haunting for us. Ooh, so, <laughs> you know, with it being nighttime and completely dark, you have the wind rustling the corn and so much of it is kind of the atmosphere and the eeriness of being lost and no one being able to hear you scream out there. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, why is corn scarier than like wheat? Why are there no wheat mazes or, uh, or soy mazes? I bet soybean maze would be horrible. If you were a little kid, you could probably get away with doing soybeans. Yeah. We probably should do an apple maze. That might work for us, too. Oh, really? But corn's easy to grow. You can plant in the same area every year, and it's just easier. Okay. So this is an apple orchard. It has been, but 15 years ago, you, you did the add-ons. Is that how, uh, how important is that to the business to go beyond just, you know, become an entertainment? Right. So the corn maze was a big switch in kind of going beyond just the apples. We very much were a, we picked the apples, you bought them out the farm side stand. And at the same time, there's a trend on one way to make more money is to keep people here longer, let people pick their fruit, provide playground areas. And the corn maze offered entertainment at nighttime. And it also attracted a very different audience. So 
that was something that was positive, getting some of these younger people out here who didn't really have an interest in apple picking or eating apples. It also helps diversify where we make money on years that maybe we have a poor apple crop. So you're, you've got, the, you got the, the plants in the ground, the seeds are in the ground, they're coming up, and then at what point do you start planting the maize, or what, st what point do you start thinking about it? I guess early. So our corn maize, um, the design work is done in the off-season, that's one of the off-season jobs. We're coming up with an idea and submitting it to a company that will actually make our design into a maze. Hmm. So in the past, we've worked with a lot of, um, whether it's different companies or different institutions that have had anniversaries or birthdays, kind of come to an easy idea. We've done, you know, Boy Scouts anniversary, NIU anniversary, oh. Bears anniversaries. Uh, this year, our maze is just 100% John Mac inspired. It's our happy place. So all the different things that people come out to John Mac for, we've tried to incorporate into our corn maze. So we have the farmer on a tractor, we have our sunflowers, pumpkins, apples, kind of everything you think of John and Mac, we threw into the corn maze this year. And when you, when you say you throw it in, are you, are you carving those shapes into the corn? Like if we saw it from a blimp from above, that's what you're talking about? Or? Yep, absolutely. So if you flew a drone rover, you would be, you know, see crystal clear pictures of what we're designing. Right. And how we do it, there's a couple different ways in the industry, but we are planting our corn and then once the corn's about six inches tall, we are marking out all of the pathways hmm. and we are then removing the corn that is going to be the pathways and the maze grows up into the design that we want it to. So as early as you know, mid-June, you can see our design as that corn starts to grow. So it's not a question of just going in with a thresher and just cutting the... No, the um, there are, if you're looking for a, you know, a less detailed or maybe not like the picturesque looking right. maze, you can go in and people do just kind of mow through it or knock over the corn in the pathways. Mm. But if you want the intricate designs, you kind of have to have it set up, you know, early spring or right. June and then the maze grows into the design that you're wanting. So to. as you're in the maze and you're terrified and you're lost and you're frustrated, you can at least feel like, well, it looks aesthetically pleasing from the... From it's the, pleasing from the, top. from the top. This year is one of our more difficult mazes. We tried Ooh. not to have very many, you know, straight lines or kind of what you would see in the typical maze and like a book. So with sunflowers and tractors and pumpkins, when you have these nice slowly curving lines, it tends to uh, um, confuse you a little bit more and you lose your place as you kind of feel like you can possibly walk around in circles. Okay. Is there, do you have any, any tips for, one, is there just one way out or is there, are there multiple ways out? There's one way out, but multiple ways to achieve it. So we okay. have split our corn maze into two halves. People don't like to be lost for too long. Yeah. <laughs> our typical design is two parts with each part taking about 25 to 40 minutes, depending on your you know, navigational skills. Low. Low, okay. Yeah. So for someone like you, you can do the corn maze, you can do the maze cheat. You can put your hand on the right side and just keep walking forever and oh. eventually you'll get out. Okay. Um, one of the things that we try to put on our uh, map is we have tall evergreen trees here on one side of our property. So that will always let you orientate your map because you can always see the real tall trees on one of our property okay. lines. Great. Do the people actually who design it, do they come and plant it or is that up to you guys? So all of 
All of the planting and cutting of the corn maze is done here at Johnamac by ourselves. They do offer this service and do a lot of it for other companies. We were one of the first ones to do these more intricate designs mazes and that was not a service they offered at the time. So we've learned how to do it. We've been doing it for 15 years and have gotten pretty good at making good designs. What percentage of people would you say freak out and just run through the corn to get out? Very few people run through the corn to get out. So at nighttime, um, our haunted maze, we do have a lot more staff out there. We do offer it during the day on the weekends, but for the haunted maze, we probably see 600 to 1,000 people will come out at a nighttime. Oh. And of the people who are destructive, it's probably only a handful, five or 10 of them. Yeah. People going to the cider house first and then going into the maze, what's the... No, we don't encourage drinking before the maze. Okay. That's one thing we've kind of learned. People tend to plan their evening around the corn maze just fine, so okay. we don't need to offer any other spirits for them to uh, indulge in beforehand. That sounds good. Okay, by haunted maze, what do you? Are there people in the maze hiding to scare? Correct. Yeah. So our haunted maze, we just opened up half of our maze for our haunt. It's about you know 20, 30 minutes to walk through. We have about 40 actors out there with about wow. eight different scenes that you walk through or an encounter throughout your maze. So part of it is just wandering through the maze. You never know who is around. You have your zombies, your chainsaws, your skeletons that will just kind of walk up behind you, sure. kind of walk with your group, you know, purposely lead you down the right path or the wrong path. And then we have scenes like a zombie quarantine area. We have a haunted school bus out there. There's uh, one of the real neat things we have is a like a laser smoke uh, tunnel that you walk through that kind of hides your body uh, from waist down. So you never know quite who's in there already that you can't really see down there. We have a vortex tunnel, which is about a 30 foot long tube with a fabric cylinder that spins around you and makes you feel like you're flipping over um, and kind of discombobulates you a little bit, especially wow. at nighttime. So kind of between the atmosphere, you know, the hearing people scream and the corn and you never quite know what's around the corner. A lot of the haunting is kind of just left up to nature and then we fill in the gaps in between. Nice. Dan, are you sad you're not here on haunted time? I, I, I mean, it's daytime, but I feel already a little scared. So I, I'm kind of glad I don't I don't need the extra. You guys think you're up for this? Ah! Oh, it's just Spencer. Oof. That was scary. Dan, do you think you would actually try to use maps to make your way through here or just I think run that's cheating. screaming like I probably would? <laughs> just bash it through like the <laughs> like the Kool-Aid pitcher. Yeah, that's me. Just have a Dan Libman size hole through the maze. <laughs> All right, so we're in the, we're in the tractor, but oh. it is interesting because you can't tell at all here. Someone's been eating the corn in here. Squirrels. Oh. That's my guess. Lost souls. My guess. Well, which which way? What do you think? Well, I guess what? We, no, come on. Follow you. You can hear the rustling. Ah. Yes. We're following you. No. See where I led us last time? Here's a fundraising idea. Okay. We put the listeners in here, and uh -huh. we only let them out once they change their sustainer. 
amount. Oh. <laughs> is it worth $2 a month to get out of here? To go home tonight to your warm bed? Okay. I don't know. I mean, do you know how to head back? Our footsteps. Our muddy footprints. Oh. That's lame. Ooh. That's embarrassing. Well, we got some cider, but we had to eat Spencer. When we got lost, Spencer is gone. We have to find a new host for live from a session. Yeah. He was a little tougher than we imagined. It's more sinewy than I thought. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was too bad. But yeah. we're basically giving up because we've not found our way out. So we're following our muddy footprints to try to get back out, if that Cheating. actually works. Cheating. It's what we're all about. <laughs> it's what we do Cheers. here at Public Radio. <laughs> Okay, so we totally got lost in a corn maze and learned a thing or two about corn mazes, which was awesome. Yes. If somebody has an idea for an episode of what's weird and all that under rocks and such, what do they do, Dan? They send it to the Jonah Mac Corn Maze because we are still tra- probably trying to find our way out. Or they can email us at underrocks at niu.edu. Rocks. Rocks. Just rocks. Just rocks. Cool. It's even better. Rocks. Rocks. At niu.edu. We figured if the show failed, we still have rocks. We could use some for something else. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, For one of Spencer's music shows. Yes. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, can't wait to see you in our next uh, scary place. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, Mike was awesome. Hey, no else. Spencer. And Jared. Jared. Yep. Couldn't have a better team. And you, listener, as always. Oh, the best part of the team. There's a fly on my mic. Ah, flies everywhere. Ah! Ah! Thank you.